I'm trying not to eat the microphone this time. Hi guys, S Squared here. And you are listening to Unapologetically Triggered. Our opinions, our truths, unfiltered. You've been warned. Proceed with caution. Hi everybody, welcome to Unapologetically Triggered. Back again. okay we're done no the thing i've noticed about us shantae is like we're actually like kids like when we're tired i know start to get so annoying (laughs) (laughs) we literally get so annoying when we're tired like oh my god we're like babies like when we need to go to sleep we just get like agitated yeah oh like gosh. hyper hype exactly we that that was the word i was looking for no, we but get hyper but you're right though it's either one or the other like we we either get so agitated or we're just hyper and goofy and just, exactly like, and like can't take anything <sighs> seriously what's on the agenda today stella today we are talking about cancel culture i feel like you're really good at, at wrapping up what terms mean what like how would you describe what cancel culture is okay this is actually really hard though like it is it really is this is actually a really difficult thing to how the heck can i define cancel culture okay i'm gonna do my best we're winging it here cancel culture Mm -hmm. is something it's a phenomenon can i say it's a phenomenon that has taken up within the past i'm gonna say um five years or so Mm -hmm. in which people i guess the, the the function of cancel culture is supposed to be holding people accountable for things that they've said in the past or even things that they do in the present that people might not be okay with and they decide that that person should no longer have a certain platform right yeah say uh i say something offensive or i have said something offensive in my past and people catch on to it they cancel me and that means that they decide to stop listening to my music stop playing my podcast stop watching my movies i get blacklisted no one wants anything to i basically get shamed out of public oh yeah how we see can- cancel culture is like you explained it perfectly the the intent of cancel culture was like a way to hold people accountable for their actions their words um and almost denounce them of their title and like say that they're unworthy of having a platform like you said it perfectly um for the problematic things that they've said but it's also i feel like it's more of a it's more of like an experience if i can if I can say that, people will collectively go to their pages, send them a lot of hate, mm-hmm. um, come together and just like, it's like a mob. Some people aren't even necessarily offended by some of the things or don't really even care for it. But they mm-hmm. just, it's like, like you said, it's a mob mentality. Like they hop onto it as soon as like, it becomes a thing that, oh, we're canceling this person for this reason today. Everybody's hopping onto it. It's all over the social medias, everywhere. This person's canceled. They're done. Um, But I think that the main thing that 
is alarming to me about it is that it's not it's not achieving like what it's it's supposed to really achieve in my opinion like in in some senses it does it but it doesn't as a whole I feel achieve like a sense of accountability like yes you're being held accountable by force but I feel like part of holding someone accountability accountable sorry is also giving them the space to attempt to like redeem themselves and I feel like with a lot of people that have gone through cancel culture, there isn't even that room to even try to redeem yourself. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. whatever you did is unforgivable and that's it. But then it's unfair because there's other people that get canceled and they're right back the next week because of who they are or, you know what I mean? Like I feel like Kanye West has been canceled ample times throughout the past couple of years (laughs) but he's still making tons of money his shows are still getting sold out you know whereas um other people who get canceled it's like i was uh reading about um the girl who sang at uh donald trump's inauguration it was uh a black girl she sang at donald trump's inauguration and a lot of people canceled her for that and she didn't have an opportunity to kind of pick herself up back pick herself up from that like her career is done but someone else because they have a bigger platform they have um a reach of different demographics like they're able to bounce back easier from the canceling so it's like does it actually serve its purpose if it's like some people can circumvent it and others can't like what do you think i don't know like when i think of cancel culture i feel like we all can relate to a certain extent that we have said or done things in the past that are not reflective of the person we are today. You know what I mean? So on that end, I feel like I can sympathize. It's like if every conversation, every time I lashed out um, was filmed and was publicized for everyone to Mm. view, would it be an accurate representation of who I hold myself to every day? Mm. I think most people would say probably not. You know, Um, but I know a lot of people are like, well, you're, you know, you're old enough to know, or this is social media, you know, what things are problematic. Like, so it's like where I just feel like it's such a murky territory talking about cancel culture, because we have to be so specific in the examples that we're talking about, because if we're talking about people getting canceled for racism, it's not going to be as lighthearted, right? It's one of those things where it's like, you're mentality the rhetorics that you hold are dangerous to me whether whether it's through they can be translated through several different spaces whether that's through like being microaggressive and Mm -hmm. other institutionalized ways so I feel like it really depends on what we're talking about because there was an example even on TikTok where that girl like a young 20 year old girl um was talking about what her title was how much I love food or something and she was going through different clips or different uh, moments in the day where she was eating different food and all the comments were like this is so inconsiderate there are people who can't love food because of their eating disorders or food makes them not like what? Just the most wild thing like attempting to cancel this girl and I was like whoa like of course and I'm not here to condemn the people in the comments because obviously they come from a place I know it sounds ridiculous but I-
you know me, I'm trying to see things from people's perspective. It does sound a little bit outrageous, but I think to a certain extent, some of them does do have some validity to it. Like we have to be conscious of the things no, that we but like, say and how can it impact other people? No, but like, let's take the example you just said right now. Like I make a video about, you know, how much I like food. She made a video about how she likes food and people are commenting about, you know, people who, what was, what, what was it that you said? Don't necessarily have food or not, don't. not necessarily don't have food, but this could be triggering because of people's eating disorders who might deprive themselves of food because of either bulimia or anorexia or other body dysmorphia. Okay. What I like, the thing is, is I can understand you thinking about like, oh, someone who has an eating disorder or someone who um, suffers from that kind of thing might see it and be triggered. And I understand that being a thought that's like, okay, that would really suck. But I don't understand reaching out and speaking to another person as though that is something that like a person going about their everyday life, trying to make a TikTok or a little clip would ever consider when they are talking about something that is enjoyable to them, because what would be the alternative for that person? Let's say I made that TikTok and someone commented as much my first instinct would be to be defensive and be like, what the hell? That's not how I meant it. Like, don't comment some stupid shit like that. I'm not that type of person. But then another part of me wants to meet them with, with compassion. I would almost be like, hun, to be honest, this is not how I meant it, but I can see why this would be triggering for you. And then, but, I, but it's but just that's, like, way- but I just feel like we are like holding each other now to unrealistic standards. I feel like, just as you assume that I should know, like, that this can trigger a person, you should, I should also, like, work under the assumption that I should be able to work under the assumption that you know that I'm not doing this to trigger people with disorders or with, because if I like to, you know, romanticize my life in that sense like oh look at all this food that I love to eat and I love to eat and I enjoy doing that I enjoy going to all these different restaurants and trying all these different foods what is the alternative that would be more sensitive to people who have eating disorders give me a realistic alternative because if there is no realistic alternative it makes no sense that for you to bring that up to me as if there's something that I can do myself to change that Right. You know but what I, I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like in terms of, like, I feel like if someone commented that and I know that they're going through something and that triggers them, something like that, I know that the, it, it's it's deeper than just me, right? They're easily just projecting. You saying that, like, then brings, like, the mobs and the swarms of people that are, like, you know, hopping onto it. And now this person is being, like, berated for expressing something very innocent that she likes to do and I feel like it's like it's just as what we talked about in the previous episode about social media and what what responsibilities influencers have and stuff like that I feel like it's almost the same thing here where I think that 
when we're on these platforms, we have this unrealistic expectations that people need to consider every single last corner of society that they might affect. And I'm so sorry, but that is not how things work. There are like things that are like very like outward that you can and should avoid putting out there because they will be hurtful to other people and it doesn't take away anything from you and you can like present whatever you want to present in a way that it won't offend but then there's things that it's like how am I supposed to present my love of food give me an alternative that won't take away from me but that's the thing that won't offend you I, I don't even think it's about changing it it's just about understanding that people are going to be triggered by things that you will not understand like I wouldn't want her to delete the video I wouldn't want her to change the wording because if that's the case I agree once you make those um once you put it out there people are going to keep pushing the line of where of how far they can go I've seen mobs do try to attempt to cancel people for like very trivial things yes and cancel culture is like you said it's not allowing for the redemption of people's personal growth and what was said years ago should not be representation of how they feel in this moment but it also just depends on what we're talking about because it's like how do you still get canceled for racism in these times I just don't get it like you see people left and right getting canceled their sponsorships getting dropped like I I just it it's, it must be a mental illness, in it? I think that... Did you just say in it? <laughs> yes. You, what is wrong with you? Where did that come from? I don't know. Too much what love the I- heck? Too much Love Island. Don't ever again. <laughs> wow, that was... It, it sounded weird coming out, and I heard it, and I was like, no, she didn't. It was a mistake. Okay, she meant to say well, if you have else. an issue... If you have an issue... Take it up with Love Island, UK. Go on. <laughs> you disgust me. Okay. Anyways, um, I think that it depends on the context. I think like context is everything when it comes to cancel culture. Because I've seen people that get canceled for like using certain like, you know, words. For example, like, you know how back in the day when we were growing up like certain words were um acceptable like certain slurs or derogatory terms yeah. were I feel were... Embarrassed. I feel embarrassed looking back at those times like cuz I feel mm-hmm. like we we spoke on things so candidly back then and it's so triggering to think back cuz I'm like who is that person it was just something like people would just say things in order to kind of like you know not to be derogatory for say but in the grand scheme of things in hindsight of course it was derogatory of course it was like disgusting ways to refer to people like people used to use like you know the f slur when it came to um like gay people and things like that and it was or even just, the r word yeah realize how much of an impact that made on people exactly who- people used to use words like that all the time not even to be directly derogatory to, to those people. communities yeah yeah to those communities but just as a way to kind of like 
speak and we didn't understand at the time we were very ignorant to the fact that it was hurtful to people you know so we've grown so much as people now and now it would be terrible and it would be gross to say that and we would never condone it or say it now but you know if someone was to bring that up years from now and say oh Stella well you used to say this I would be like I did used to say that and that's very embarrassing and I'm very ashamed of it but it's completely misrepresentative of who I am today yeah but there are people I know people who did use those those words in derogatory ways and they still have those mindsets today and it shows in the way that they talk and the way that they go about their their lives that those are still things that they think today and i think that when like we're looking at celebrities and things like that that's why i'm saying context matters because there are celebrities that i hear for example that used to say like racist things or had racist tweets things like that and then i'm like wow this person doesn't seem like that's who they are today i'm very shocked and they'll put out an apology and if i feel like the apology is sincere and i feel like that's actually the vibe I've gotten. Mind you, there's only so much we can gauge because we don't actually know celebrities. They're, these are people we're just seeing on television. But if I feel like it's uh, it's it's something I, I feel is genuine, then okay, I feel like that person should be given room to grow. But there's people that you hear their apology and you're like, no, you don't yeah, mean like that. And you see their behavior, you see the passive aggressiveness, you see racist comments that they've made recently, you see things and you're like, that's clearly still who you are. So yeah, you're canceled. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Yeah, you never know the people who are trying to save face and Mm -hmm. their apologies are performative. And it just goes back to the whole quote, like, are you sorry for what you did or are you just sorry that you got caught? caught. And Mm -hmm. we can only, like you said, just gauge based off of their apology, whether it is sincere or not. But I think at the end of the day, people can feel whatever they're, what they want to feel. And people are going to feel whatever they're going to feel. And no one owes anybody anything. Obviously, it sucks if you are one of those people who things get resurfaced and you have evolved as a person. And now you are tied to the past because of that video or the resurfacing tweets. And you are nowhere near that person who said or have done those things but at the end of the day you can't control how people feel about a situation and you can't control people's forgiveness so it's just one of those things where you're just gonna have to eat it because everything we say and do in this world has consequences and everything we say and do in this lifetime has repercussions and we have to be held accountable to a certain extent so Mm -hmm. again it really sucks for those people who are genuine and who have changed but then there's those people who haven't. So it's one of those things where it's like, we can never really know. Exactly. I don't know. I think that the, the main thing for me is just also who's in the position to kind of forgive in when people are canceled. You know what I mean? I've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of instances where people are canceled and because they were offensive to a certain demographic and it's always the demographic it's outside always the demographic, of that demographic not, yeah, yeah. it's the demographic not affected the community not affected by whatever that person did or said that is like yeah forgive them and I feel like it's so counterproductive because I feel like it then makes people who it did affect even more upset because they're like 
don't tell me when to forgive or how to forgive a grievance against me like Mm -hmm. the person didn't strike you they stroke me so why are you telling me when I should forgive the person and I feel like it becomes super counterproductive but I also feel like as a whole as a society we need to know when like we're we're not the ones that that need to forgive this like I feel like for example with the me too movement and all these people that have been exposed and are being held accountable for harassment and other things I feel like it isn't necessarily up to us to determine if this is something oh this person has grown from that because even if you've grown from that I feel like something like harassment what about is is it some form of justice to cancel them for the people that they've affected do you know what I mean right like, like even if you is like the lowest that they could really do yeah like what is you being canceled really really affecting when you're affecting someone's life or have inflicted right. trauma trauma on someone's life that they're going to be living with for the rest of their lives like even if like you did it once and you never did it again and you know how wrong it was and you've grown and you've learned and you've you've changed you've found some way to rehabilitate yourself it's like that person that you did that to is it some form of justice to cancel you even if you've changed do you know what i mean like i don't know i feel like again that's not our place to kind of um make that decision because I have seen people canceled for various forms of harassment or assault and things like that and their victim come out and say you know I forgive this person and this isn't like I've grown and I understand and I not understand but like I I forgive this person and I think this person should be able to like move forward from this I've actually seen that and I feel like in that case if that person kind of puts that out there and uh, as a society we see that this person is genuine or whatever the situation deems that we feel like okay maybe we should give this person a chance for redemption I feel like that's different but I feel like again it's such murky water like you said like canceling people it's all about context and it's all about intent and intent And, like, also just who you are, to be honest. Because, like I said in the beginning of this, there are people like Kanye West, again. Like, I just, I keep mentioning him. I'm sorry, because I just feel like within the past couple of years, he has managed to offend so many different groups of people. But he gets canceled for, like, a week. And I don't necessarily want Kanye to, like, lose his career or whatever. I'm just saying, like, that's also the thing about cancel culture. Because it's such a bandwagon thing, it's almost it kinda, loses, it loses its utility. Because it's like, it happens for five minutes and everyone's angry. And then we're just, no one cares about it anymore. We're, we're on to the next person that we're canceling. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, like, to what extent? Like, where's the cutoff? Right. Like I said before, like I feel like I definitely sympathize to a certain degree, but we're, we really have to be specific of what we're talking about because people are getting canceled for racism, sexual harassment, misogyny, mm-hmm. transphobia, homophobia, mm-hmm. pedoph- pedophilia, 
Yes. Even freaking bestiality. Like, let's yep. call him out. Like, Shane Dawson, I'm sorry. That is one person I do not think deserves to be redeemed in any At all. way, shape, or form. Anything mm-hmm. that deals with the sexualization of children and the harm of children and it there's There's no no, rehabilitation for that there's no room for that yeah no no i feel like that's it like throw the key away like yeah no there's there's just no way and of course when we talk about these things there's those people who which really pissed me off that's a really good point you said that it's always the the group not affected with the loudest voices when it comes to when these social media influencers are being canceled and they really want to apologize Mm -hmm. most of which i feel is performative yes Um, and the ones who are not affected are always drowning out the people who were so i understand to a certain extent where it's like are we going too far like are we demonizing these people and not giving them an opportunity to change or attempt or attempting to cancel them who uh, who have already gone through that change or that that journey of personal development um and we're holding them hostage to a past self. Like, of course, I sympathize. But again, it just really depends on what we're talking about. But there's a whole aspect of cancel culture, too. That's like, it's not just things someone has done in, in the past, for example. Um, it's like things like someone says or does in the present. Like, they'll say thing something or do something that people deem um, not necessarily politically correct or not something that people like and then they'll be canceled for that and it's like it's so swift it's like overnight they've lost followers they've mm-hmm. lost endorsements they've lost money like it's a lot like so swift and I feel like sometimes like the public doesn't even have time to digest and make a decision on how they feel about what the person did just because everyone has already decided to just like cancel them and then Mm -hmm. later on with a little bit of like context or a little bit of like when we look back on it a little bit we're like oh maybe that wasn't that (laughs) yeah that's the thing people but then i feel like what the heck because that person's career already took a massive hit you know what i mean like it literally happens overnight that's what's scary about it like you can wake up tomorrow and find out that whoever just doesn't have like fans anymore people like they lost two million followers they lost money they lost endorsement deals and that's the thing like because that's the that's the thing that makes cancel culture so um toxic in a way toxic and just powerful because these companies and these endorsement like these companies that endorse people and influencers and stuff like that they don't care about the politics of it they just know that okay people aren't with this anymore people aren't behind you anymore so we're out too because mm-hmm. it's, gonna be it's a numbers game at the end of the yeah. day it's gonna be like representative of you know who we are and what we stand for because marketing used to be a little bit different right like say someone was problematic brands would still have that person to not care because it was considered to be a little bit mutually exclusive but now it's like whoever you have as like the face of your brand or whoever like promotes you, people take that as indicative of what your brand stands for. So now it's like no questions asked. If people don't like you, you're out. So 
I just feel like we have to be really careful because these are real people with real lives that get affected. But I do like cancel culture in the sense that it is so satisfying, like seeing like those Karens and those funny videos online of people being racist, xenophobic, homophobic, different things online. And they think that, okay, I can just behave this way. Nothing's going to happen to me. Go back to my regular schmegular Oh life. my God. The way these people get their jobs contacted, their schools contacted, they lose things. And it's like, I find that there's something super satisfying in that. Like, I've never seen anything like that before. And I like, we're just living in this time now when it's happening. And I find it so satisfying when I see those things, because in that sense, I feel like cancel culture is serving its purpose like at it that's cancel culture at its finest for me when stuff like that happens like yeah we're gonna cancel you like you're gonna really feel that anything that you do that is out of line like people will come and hold you accountable to it let's talk about apology videos (laughs) Apology videos make me laugh. They're hilarious. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I I won't even know what happened or why they got canceled, but I will always jump on YouTube when I know someone made an apology video for something. And honestly, at this point, I'm just kind of exhausted with social media influencers because I'm starting, it's almost like guilty until proven innocent for me now. And it's amusing to me to just go on and look at their apology videos and just see them like, <laughs> like they're literally putting on an act and be like the theatrics that go into making an apology video. Is I've so seen some much. of them like they're literally so- crying so hard with like no tears coming out of their eyes. And I'm just like, how? Like- I think of Le- Laura Lee, I think. I forget what she got canceled for. I think it was racism or something. You know, just just the usual. <laughs> yeah, the usual stuff. Just, just the usual racism, you know? But um, <laughs> no, literally, I was just laughing at the video. Just like, why do you think someone on the other end of your video would be like, wow, this is sincere. This is this from is the heart. Like, like, the fact that you're trying to attempt to pull at people's heartstrings just goes to show that you are not a genuine person. Because when you're making an apology video, if you're genuinely sorry, I feel like you just come on there vulnerable and say, hey, this is what I said. You own it. And don't make any justifications. Don't make any excuses for it. And just allow for people to accept it or to not accept it. But the one thing that really pisses me off is that a lot of these social media influencers will say, guys, I've just been having a lot of anxiety. And that is why that. I never knew anxiety made you a racist. I, I, I never knew depression made you a pedophile. Like, it's I just... also never knew that racism was a phase in young people's lives when they were just That's racist. The thing. Is this like a... <laughs> like, it was a phase when you were 15. Like, some of them born in the 2000s. So, like, it was like, what? Like, 2015? When you were 15 years old and you're telling me you didn't know saying the N-word was bad? Like, come on. We, we know right from wrong now. You know, like, like, I've heard that excuse so many times. Like, even, like, when everything happened, even with, like, um, Justin Bieber and, like, his whole racist incident and everyone was saying it was, like, from being young 
and you know it was just like some ignorance from being young it's like I don't discount his apology I don't know him to say that oh like he's a racist person right now my only thing is don't act as though that was a that's a phase that's a part of being young you understand what I mean like that's not a part of being young being the same way we admitted the same way we admitted to being just ignorant back in the days it should just stop there it should just stop there because if you were genuinely sorry you would not act like it isn't it's because of my mental illness first of all that is so I, I, I don't even know. That is just so dismissive of people who genuinely go through mental yes. illness. You're literally putting your racism, your homophobia, your pedophilia on a mental illness. When it's not even... It what what is the connection? With it. it has nothing to do with it. And like, you know, Shanti, that I have like such like a deep... Um, feeling and like I feel so deeply about that subject and mental illness and it's something like that hits so close to home for me Mm -hmm. and I've always said to you there's a difference between someone's innate personality and what their mental illness causes you know what I mean right I from what I have seen personally up close and personal I don't see a mental illness causing bad like behavior I see people who have innately certain personalities and certain terrible traits if you are a pedophile if you are abusive to your loved ones anxiety didn't make you one if like it didn't create that in you that was it might it might have added to it yeah and it enhanced it it enhanced it it like it made it that much worse but it did not that is not why you are like that. That is just how you are. And if you really do have a mental illness, you will always have that mental illness. It is not something that's going to go away. You will always carry that for the rest of your life. So unless you mean to tell me, you will always be a racist forever. You will always be a pedophile forever. Then you can change that. You can change your disgusting behavior and still have a mental illness and still be a productive member of society because your mental illness did not make you that way. And it's just like you said, it's sad that people are actually fighting mental illnesses. There's already enough stigma, enough stigma around mental illness. Mm-hmm. People do not need to come and add on to it and make people believe that like, as soon as you're mentally ill, you become this like, unhinged person who doesn't know right from wrong Mm -hmm. you know like get it together people I just think that the excuses and the way that these apologies are almost borderline scripted in ways that are so similar now like do you know oh yeah there's do you know like the key terms you hear now in apologies like I take full responsibility and I don't nothing excuses my actions like there's these like little words (laughs) that they use now and like, like all their apology are you guys videos. reading this from like they yeah. know the key even, things even, to say yeah there is like a a script 
and like a code that they follow because even mm-hmm. like sitting on the ground to make themselves feel a lot more oh. vulnerable and it's I funny never even took act- that in wow that's yeah, so they sit, true they're, they're normally, always on the ground in their youtube videos yeah they'll sit on the ground they'll wear something um, very they'll wear something very cozy and simple to not seem as threatening there's actually what is it he's a body language it's an ex body language expert mm-hmm. doctor on youtube i forget his name it escapes me right now but he actually has a huge following just taking a lot of like apology videos from people and dissecting them how genuine is based off of um the their their body language it's so amazing right yeah, and he's, he talks about that. A lot of the times people will subconsciously wear white because white is associated with innocence. Hmm. There's so many little things that wow, he talks about. Wow, that's so it. interesting. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, Mercury Retrograde is really getting me. Did you see? Oh, yeah, I called you. Instagram being down, Twitter being down. Honestly, I feel like Mercury Retrograde is really affecting my like my mood these days i'm not joking what is mercury retrograde we'll talk about it in another video with that being said guys i hope you enjoyed this video sorry not oh wait (laughs) it's not a video (laughs) with that being said guys thanks for tuning in hope you enjoyed sorry not sorry sorry